Hello, everyone. I am oh. Father Michael Tischel. Where are we? Oh, hello, everyone. I didn't see you there. Yes. Uh, you just <laughs> snuck up on us. I did. Yes. I. Uh, hello, everybody. I am Efstratios Papagiorgiou. Ooh. And uh, this uh, is, we are, and... Oh, did you say your name? I did. I am oh. Bob. Bob. <laughs> I am Father Michael Tischel again, but uh, and we are an imperfect podcast. An imperfect, very imperfect podcast. <laughs> Cue music. <laughs> Beautiful, beautiful. Ah, oh, well, that felt good, Stratty. That was. Uh, it's been. It's been. It's been a little while, I think. Huh? A little while. I didn't realize how long it's actually been, but. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, here we are. I mean, time and space. What? What do they even mean? You know. Nothing with the with Zoom. Yeah, Zoom and and uh, COVID and everything. It just feels like we're in a time and space warp. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's weird because. I didn't know what is what Zoom was until uh, COVID happened. So I, I always theorized that it might have been like a conspiracy by the company to, to right, you know, that to get their name out. Oh yeah, I mean that would be a great a great business plan. <laughs> Let's just spread this worldwide virus <laughs> and uh, make people dependent on us for months to come, and we're gonna get filthy rich and right who cares about the ethical implications of it right 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 so anyway what uh <laughs> what are we talking about today yeah well i mean i think i think the big news is that both of our respective families your sister yeah. and my family have yep. uh recently come into some some money. Uh, some money <laughs> in the form of kittens <laughs> and uh in your sister's case i believe it was an intentional purchase or acquisition uh in our case it was talked about prior to coming uh across this kitten that we would maybe get a dog or a cat or kind of starting with maybe like a fish or something um just to, to keep it simple and then one, one day we were outside of the church at nighttime and uh, heard this little squeaky kind of squawky yeah. crying sound. And we, uh, we found this little kitten in the bushes and, and we kind of adopted her. And, uh, and so now we have a kitten and you know, we were talking before the episode about, about animals and you've talked about how maybe you're turning into a little bit of a, a dog lover. Yeah. Perhaps. I don't know about lover. Let's not go Let's, with lover. All right, all right. You're 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 open to the. Uh, I'm open to possibility it, yeah. of 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 uh, having a yeah. long term relationship with. <laughs> <laughs> whatever you yeah. want to say. Right. Yeah. Whatever you want so, to call. It. Yeah, yeah. So this this sparked this sparked sort of the thought or the idea of talking about animals, our relationship with animals individually as as humans in general. And then kind of weaving that all into how we view animals uh, kind of from a faith perspective as well. Yeah. So that's it. Well, yeah. And I think it's an interesting topic. Uh, I don't want to speak for him, but uh, I remember back uh, like 2003, four, my dad once spoke to the Goya or the youth group. Uh, at the parish about that very topic and 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 kind of said that you know well you know about whether or not uh animals will go to heaven and he said uh, your pet or whatever uh, and he said yes uh because uh you know heaven is a happy sort of place a place of joy and, and you're you know 
Um, and of course, I'm speaking out of a memory that's when I was right. like 13 right. or something. Sure. But um, and I don't think the topic ever really came up again. Um, maybe here or there. But I, there's no real position, or is there a real position by the church? I think there is. No, no. I'm I'm not aware of one one way or the other, and uh, you know, I uh, yeah. But and I've always I've always heard of people asking that question at different right. camps that I've been a part of and elsewhere. And you know, honestly, the question kind of frustrated me. Really? Uh, yeah, it did. Back you know back when I would hear it prior to having a kitten. Um, <laughs> I, I just thought, like, what is going on here? Like, who, who cares? <laughs> who cares if animals are in heaven or not? I mean, what's the big deal? And I guess now I'm realizing that um, people really develop very close relationships with animals. And, and, and I mean, you could call it a relationship. You could call it an attachment. You could call it whatever and and whether you call it healthy or unhealthy that that's up for debate but 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 one way or the other animals you know i think certainly in in present times but probably kind of in in times past as well um yeah. you know i mean they they i mean certainly in in agrarian societies they served yeah uh, and continue to serve humans in a very sort of loyal and faithful way and uh yeah. you know so all that to say that, you know, I guess the question behind the question in, in some senses is, is um, you know, similar to how we ask, like, you know, how do we know if we're going to heaven or our loved ones? It's kind of, I think it's, it, it gets at this, 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 this deeper question of, is this, this experience of love and of union and of communion that I have with this other person going yeah. to last or is it going to end at death yeah yeah and i think it's a interesting point because i'm the same way as you i i'm not a animal lover even though i've had a pet at any point except for recently now since uh one of our cats died my whole life i've always had a pet because my mother loves animals and subsequently my sister loves animals i had the pet always and I never really felt a great attachment to them having said that I know people do and not and not in a not necessarily in a weird and unhealthy way like I think that that is true like modern society has gotten really weird with with pets like yeah. their people they're yeah you know they're 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 like um I don't know they're another human almost but in like a an animal form yep and where they, you know, and then you see, you know, couples, they don't have, um, they don't have uh, children, they just have a pet, they have sure. a dog in, in, in the place of a child, you know, sure. and they treat it and they dress it up and they, and they have it like it's their little baby human. Right. Um, and that, I don't think that's quite what God intended. <laughs> I don't think actually it's really really funny because I, I listened to Athanasios of Limassol talk about uh -huh. this. he called these things arostimena these are sick these things are sick um sorry to everybody out there but uh, um, no I mean that's that's how I kind of always felt I was just like, yeah I, I would yeah, see yeah. people like walking their dogs and, and the question would be like come right. to my mind of like who's walking who here <laughs> right right there you know, was like, a great yeah yeah there was a great movie where the where dogs were actually from an alien planet and they were using humanity uh, to sure. to to be their servants essentially you know and that's sure. and that's literally what happened they 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 are we serve them to some extent but I, I really do think having said all that and everybody thinks we I hate animals <laughs> uh, you know I, I really do think I have a renewed sort of appreciation for the whole thing um uh how'd that so, how'd that come about well i've come just to generally know speaking yeah. what i was just saying generally speaking how'd that how'd that yeah generally speaking i i've come into contact with people who are very healthy lived on farms lived in like you know a more agrarian lifestyle but still have an affection for 
animals. Yeah. Not just in the oh, these are tools for right. for life, for living. Right. Sure. But but you know they they saw the pet as a okay. It's not a person. It's it's not a human, but it has a little its own little personality. Sure. And it has its own little life. Yeah. As simple and as humble as it is, it, it has a, a life, and it it kind of like us to a lesser extent. Uh, wants to be happy yep um not lesser extent it doesn't intellectually re understand all these things it just knows good bad i i don't feel good i feel good yep yep um yeah so so that's how it came about for me for you i guess it's go ahead <laughs> it's, it's this little yeah this little kitten i mean i i i, I also grew up with animals um yeah. you know my my dad is a, a big dog i mean he, he loves dogs his father actually was a uh owned a um uh, a pet store mm. and uh, they had all sorts of animals they had monkeys and dogs oh. and he would actually one of his jobs as a kid was to go into the monkey cages and clean them out because he was the only one that could fit in there and uh and so you know he i think he he developed a real affection for um for for animals in particular for dogs because his father also uh, bred um certain certain kinds of dogs uh, on this farm of his and um, and uh, so I always kind of grew up with him, you know, being aware of dogs walking down the street and asking the owner, oh, what sort of breed is that and all that. And then, you know, we had a dog growing up. His name was uh, Kronstadt, Cron <laughs> for short, because <laughs> for anybody who, who's Orthodox or knows anything about uh, Russian Orthodoxy, Kronstadt is the, the, the place from which St. John of Kronstadt uh, came yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, so we didn't want to name him after a saint, but right. uh, you know, I was gonna say, uh, yeah, yeah, but but that, that was, was a kind of, yeah, yeah, that was a rule my dad always said. They're yeah. not going to be named after people, right? No human names for the pet. Yeah, fluffy, <laughs> whatever else, you know. Sure. Yeah, no, that was the same thing. So yeah, so Crony was was his name for short, and uh, <laughs> we we then we then acquired a cat who turned out to be, in my humble opinion, uh, demon possessed. Um, <laughs> or, or something like that, perhaps just mentally ill. I don't know. But, Maybe it was like a... <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, but 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 seriously deranged because you know, this cat would come into our rooms at nighttime and just like jump on our beds and just start randomly kind of like biting our ankles and doing all this stuff. And anyway, so had a cat, had a turtle, had had uh, yeah. little zebra finches. Uh, all sorts of little animals and yeah. fishes and things. So, so I, I you know, I, I had I have some background with with animals, but but sure. I think as an adult, you know, I uh, yeah, I, I sort of looked very judgmentally at people who who kind of treated animals um, too affectionately and kind of you know thought that they were kind of over personifying them. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Um, same we have the same. Yeah, same experience as well. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, as I, as I mentioned earlier, we re recently came upon this this stray kitten, and uh, and uh, actually, I have to say, prior to that, when we were living back in Boston, uh, we were walking down the street one day in the kind of the town center of what's called Roslindale, a uh, nice little town center, and it, there were just some short uh, store owners out, and and the you know kind of shops were open. It was a nice warm day. And my wife and I were walking down the street and uh, there was a, a woman outside of her shop and we stopped to talk. And then I looked down and there was a little miniature pug. You know, the pugs, they've got like the wrinkly faces. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, like really kind of like black kind of wrinkly face. And then it turns into this like tan gold. Um, yeah. And, uh, and it was a tiny little thing. It was like, I don't know how to, I mean, it was like probably no no longer than like three, like two, two and a half feet. And, uh, and, and, she, and it was a she, and she was like this older pug. So almost like, you know, kind of like a little yaya pug. And uh, she, she was just kind of just like chilling there by the side of the road and, just, you know, wasn't moving very quickly, just very kind of like, you know, and just full of wrinkles. And I just had this very deep, connection with this <laughs> yaya pug and i just couldn't stop like just like hanging out with it and like petting it and 
she was just so gentle and 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 like they had this very sensitive kind of now people are going to think I'm some like weird but I mean I you know it, it is what it is I can't deny the uh, you know and 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 it came out of nowhere it's not like I was looking for this like spiritual experience with a pug or something right like no, nor do I really think it was a spiritual experience but but it it, it, right. it was it was a very profound I think yeah it was you know, right. emotional encounter with uh, with this beautiful little creature, and uh, and then right. and then yeah, and then this kitten came about, and and I think kind of similar sort of feeling, and uh, you know, it's like yeah, so so it's you know, you sort of have this, yeah, you you you, yeah. I mean, that's I don't I know. Think, yeah, I don't know either. I mean, I think it's it's a mystery, probably. I guess what happens to them after after their death right we know that if we look at the lives of the saints animals are never scorned by the saints sure um, obviously unless they do bad you know or sure. something they chew them away but 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 generally speaking you know like saint paisios always had love for for an affection Absolutely. for even snake even yeah. snakes and and things like that and uh, as our latest uh, video on saint mary of egypt like yep. there was a lion, a lion yeah. so saint seraphim of sarab with the bear yeah right right yeah there's a great story with saint paisios who um there was uh, like a, a box of uh they, they're called turkish delights in english mm -hmm. um and and uh, lukumas in greek yeah and uh and <laughs> And they were, I think this is how it goes. I, I heard it the other day. They, uh, they, uh, the ants had had gone into it, and he told them, "Hey, that's not for you." And the ants all left, moved away, <laughs> right? Is... Like, and he gave them one piece or something like that, and they went to the one, you know, something like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And and other things too. A story where um, where a man um. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This visitor, a pilgrim to Mount Athos, he he went to go see the elder. And on the way, he killed the snake. And, and when he went to see the elder, the elder said to him, like, he looked very upset, very, you know, upset and, and like angry with this person. And, and the guy and the, and the pilgrim was like, Father, what's the matter? And he goes, you killed my friend. He goes, I, I didn't kill anyone. <laughs> and he goes, and then he explained to him the snake. Yeah. You know, so they're clearly to be loved. Right. <laughs> Right, but, but as Isaac the Syrian says, when you love God truly, you love everything. Sure, sure. But I don't think, you know, you'd have the same love for a mountain or for a rock that you'd have for a, a living creature right. like that. Sure. Yeah. You know, this is not a topic I think much about. So no, all me this neither. Is kind of... It's new. <laughs> it's a very fresh. But right, that's the right. thing is, it's like when you have these kind of experiences. Yeah, that kind, of, that kind of that are kind of pre-rational. They they kind of come before your, you know, your wrestling with them intellectually or whatever. It it makes it that much more interesting because there's a right, especially if they're kind of in tension with how you've thought about things before. You know, it's like sure, you know, um, and uh, but I mean, I think I think there's a yeah, I think there's a uh, there's an there's a there's a subtle anxiety in trying to reconcile that question maybe as far as like, where will they be? Like, will they, will they be with us when, when, uh, you know, when we die or, or when they die, do they go to heaven or do animals have souls or what, whatever is, right. is just, you know, I, yeah, it's kind of, I think it's just trying to come to terms with the, the, you know, the, 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 the profundity of God's creation through these creatures that they are, that while they're not humans, they're, they're, they're something very, you know, alive, living, and and profound about them, and um, and and so you know something very deep about them, um, and so it's not to say, and, and I think it really it calls into question really our whole our whole approach to to the spiritual life in general, because as you said, you know, this whole notion of like if you love God, then you're going to love everything correctly, right? And so in many ways, I think it. it it, it it reminds us, I think, that that our that in focusing on God and our love for God, it really allows us to uh, kind of incorporate 
the mm-hmm. world into that love. And it's not a, it's not a world denying love. Um, I mean, we, right. we, we deny the world, quote unquote, which includes the passions and the, 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 yeah. the sinful uh, fallen kind of behaviors and, and ways of being in the, in the world. But God created yeah. the, the, the physical world. I mean, God created the animals, right. you know, God created and, and created the world and us in it to be in harmony um not only with god but also with one another and um right you know so so there is this kind of i think you know uh dynamic of of creation of the restoration of creation you know that 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 part of part of our notion of of heaven is not not necessarily this kind of you know Mm. sort of removed place yeah. that's sort of detached from everything else where we're just going to be one-on-one with god and like our soul or something right. like that right um yeah it's a I mystery think, i mean it's yeah right it's a mystery and i think yeah we're supposed to deny the spirit of the world right which is essentially the devil's you know sort of vision of what reality or what the, our world should be and 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 uh and that takes on many different forms of whatever you know but we're not supposed to love the world in the way that the devil wants the world to be we're supposed to yeah it it, it's almost like a it's almost like a i don't want to call it irrational love that we're supposed to have i don't want to call it irrational because i don't think irrational is a good sounding word or but but it's almost like just an un, just a, a love for it beyond the understanding of my human rationale. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I think that's what the saints experience. They they love. They don't even comprehend. You know, they. I mean, it's why we're supposed to love our enemies, right? So sure. Yeah. Why should I love someone who wants to kill me or the ones I love? It. it you know. It's beyond uh, it's a mystery i think i think this is gonna you know all chalk up to being a mystery (laughs) right (laughs) i i think yeah i i mean i i think so i mean it's uh yeah it's uh i mean it 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 makes me interested to to kind of explore if if in the patristic writings you know to what extent there was any any discussion about about animals and no yeah there'll be kind of an interesting uh you know exploration just as far as their yeah. own attention and their focus and 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 that's not to say that i mean i think you know we have to be careful when we like search the fathers for particular topics because you know i think it, it the the writings of the fathers were on very specific things and there were certainly yeah. many many aspects of their life that went unarticulated right and and was just kind of part of the part of the fabric of you know what was passed down from one generation to the next in a very lived and very kind of um you know yeah experiential kind of way yeah so it, it could have in other they, words it could they, have been, um yeah go ahead no uh they they, they wrote about the things that were happening in their time, the topics that preoccupied the world that they lived around them, and and then okay, overall theological topics. Right. Yeah, I don't know if people were really concerned with whether or not. I mean, maybe they were. I have no idea. I don't. I haven't read. <laughs> right. I haven't read enough to to have. I, I don't know if this is like a modern kind of preoccupation. Yeah. Or the ancients. I mean, I'm sure there were ancient cultures. I mean, we know that the Egyptians buried pets along with their right. masters and things like that. Well, I, yeah. I mean, I, I again, kind of imaginatively, I think one of the one of the concerns that somebody would have is, you know, for example, with with Lila, our kitten. You know, it's like I love her so much. I She's such a cute little kitten. I'm starting to get to know her little personality. And then like to imagine her just evaporating into nothingness, uh, you know, upon death, like, and and just like ceasing to exist. Like, could that, could that be possible? Like, could it be possible that, that this beautiful little creature created by God 
is is I, nothing more than just you know kind of a mass of you know right 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 i've had the same thought recently actually about this dog named chef and and he is a you know he's a little person i mean he's a little you know he has a personality and he, sure. he has feelings and he has uh you know and and i thought about you know how i was being told that like we can't take him from here because he's so happy here he's free to do what he wants and if he went into like a city a place where he's sort of confined he'd be unhappy mm -hmm. and that's so true for us too <laughs> you know uh, depending on where we live we're happy or not happy depending of course we're maybe a little more adaptable possibly than they are because whatever but um yeah. you know uh that you know i, I that, that struck me i I kind of, I didn't go too deeply, but I did think about that too, you know, like what, they're just, they're here and they're not, they're not really a, you know, because I think a soul is what gives something its life, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. That's how I think about it anyway, I don't know. Sure. Right? You know, maybe not the, maybe not the God-inspired part of what makes them, um, you know, like God breathed into us. Right that's why we are what we are sure so maybe not maybe but definitely they have not been breathed into the way we have yep to give us but then you know it's like it's like if only we had a machine to to meter like you know like i know i don't even know what to call it uh <laughs> i don't want to call it sentience although that's kind of what it is yeah 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 kind of a, a, a rational versus yeah yeah irrational yeah yeah yeah. Or, yeah 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 it's uh which on some level, they are rational. I mean, they, they know what pain means. <laughs> right. They, they can't think rationally, of course. They don't think like we think about stuff. Right. But in a way, it is rational that they are hungry, so they eat. They don't, they don't, they're not totally irrational. Like they're hungry, but they, they don't know what to do. They just sort of starve to death. Yeah. I don't know. That's just my random no, thoughts about but it. But I, 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 guess, I guess for me, there's a there's a tension or there's a maybe perhaps a seeming a seeming sort of uh uh dichotomy or kind of division bet mm. between the way that i sometimes perceive the theology and then this very kind of sweet innocent you know encounter with a a living creature you know and i guess i guess i guess I'm trying to kind of get into the minds and hearts of like what what people what what causes people to think ask these kinds of questions as I also am starting to encounter this myself and I and I and I do think part of it is this kind of sense of like okay you have this beautiful but very sometimes very lofty theological reflection and then you have this very like grounded and kind of um simple and like almost childlike you know affection and how how do we you know what's 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 the meeting point there um you know my mind goes back to the lives of the saints and and in the recent video on saint mary of egypt where the where the so zosimas finds mary dead her body yeah. laying in the in the the ground on the ground in the sand and 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 he he's like why well, you know trying to figure out how to bury her because like you know that the the ground is hard and 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 you know so suddenly a lion there were lions in palestine in those days and and it shows up and he talks to it he says to the lion just uh, dig you know bury her you know he talks to it like you talk to a person it almost seems sure he doesn't he doesn't uh i don't know yeah he speaks to the lion i can't can't speak to a lion and tell it what to do or any creature and tell it what to do trust me i've tried to tell sure. the cats don't do this do this <laughs> you work. know whatever yep but he looks at the lion and he tells it to dig a grave for saint mary of egypt and it does it right you know right. you're not going to find that i mean that i know of in the writings of chrysostom right that i that i know of. yeah sure me, me neither yeah yeah but there it is, it happens. And it happens so often, the lives of the saints. And it seems that 
yeah, these are these are all thoughts off the top of like yeah, yeah. Sometimes those are the best, you know. Totally kind of fresh, right off fresh, the cuff. Yep. Totally yep. fresh thoughts. Okay. Absolutely. And it almost seems like the saints are in that area. They're living in the mystery, aren't they? Mm-hmm. They're living mm-hmm. in the mystery. Mm-hmm. Theology is a mystery. Sure. But the human rationale can only explain so much. So then the saints are in that gray area where the mystery meets, I don't know, humanity. I don't know. I don't know. Sure. Or, or humanity becomes part of, in, enveloped in the mystery of God. Yeah. And, and, they're in, and it's able to, to sort of communicate with something that humans really can't communicate with. Yep. Yep. I mean, Christ said, move this mountain. I never actually thought of it as literal. Right. Well, I did, but not that the mountain would understand that the person said move. Right. Yeah. Does the mountain <laughs> have conscious, con- <laughs> consciousness of its own? Um, yeah. I, I mean, I, right. I, think, I don't think it yeah. does. Right. <clears throat> well, but it, it, we... it, it, it gets at this also this. Yeah, to aspect... clarify. No. Yeah. Right. Right. No, we don't. We don't have to get in. We, we don't have to get too weird about this. Um, but it, it, yeah, this whole, uh, I mean, this question even of just like our theology and kind of, you know, like, for example, you know, every, every Sunday and every liturgy as Orthodox Christians, we recite the Nicene Creed. And I think, you know, there is a sense in which, um, those of us who have been in the church for a little while and get kind of accustomed to these things, um, will, sort of hear these doctrines, you know, you know, the, the relationship between the father and the son and, you know, um, the, I believe in the one God, father almighty creator of heaven and earth um, and, and his only begotten son, Jesus Christ, um, light from light, true God of true, like all these like things. It's like, oh yeah, of course, light from light, true God of true God, or like, you know, one, one essence, three persons, like, you know, I could just start rattling off all these different, like, formulae you know like yeah. di- different kind of phrases and it's like oh yeah duh you know like i was like well wait a second like is it really is it really that duh like is it really that uh that obvious or is there you know is there something more mysterious more mystical um going on here and right. that the, these these formulae as we understand them are are ultimately sort of ways of protecting and kind of um clarifying the boundaries around around the mystery they're not they're not defining the mystery that's the that's i think the mistake that a lot of people make in thinking about you know kind of the doctrines and stuff is that they're sort of these like you know very kind of rigid like definitions um and uh and i think the you know the fathers understood them as as i mean they're they're the 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 life of and 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 here's another thing living in the Mm -hmm. west in 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 a you know in a context where many people come to the faith through history and through theology is that i think people though the fathers many of the fathers were some of the most sort of enlightened and 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 well-educated people you know of their day they were not primarily like academics per se you know and they were not primarily thinkers quote unquote in the way that we conceive of that today and i think we we make a mistake when we sort of like um you know talk about the writings of the fathers as if those are sort of their primary fruit the primary kind of like wealth is is that they wrote something and 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 certainly i'm not by any means denigrating the the uh patristic yeah the, and the, the 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 our ability to be able to encounter the fathers through their writings i think is 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 central and is essential but the fact sure. is is that the writings are sort of like the tip of the iceberg and and that the the uh hidden primarily hidden life of the you know saints and and, and fathers of the church um is um is what sort of made those writings so enduring and so so yeah. timeless 
I, I completely agree. I think, and something I've been realizing more and more and more is that you need to practice. You need to practice what you're reading. Yeah. And, and it's something that, you know, honestly, in my life is becoming more clear as, as I continue to live. As different things change in my life, I, I, I'm realizing it. And you know, you're, you're completely right. The fathers and, and what they're writing, they're not, I think perhaps what, perhaps what you mean to say is that they aren't the writings. Mm-hmm. Right. They are not the writings. Christum yeah. was a real person, not right. what he, only what he wrote down. Right. And, 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 and again, and, let, and I think, that, yeah. No, I, I think I don't. Yeah, not denigrating at all the 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 wealth and the and the the right you, you know right. the wealth and the 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 the, pluti, the, the right the treasure the the val- that, yeah. that are the treasure. Thank you. The treasure of, of their of what they had to say and what they wrote down. Some of them were not even what they wrote. They were what they spoke. Right. They, mm-hmm. they spoke. He gave a sermon, and people wrote down as they spoke. Yep. So, you know, I get what you're saying, but they're, they're in a vioma. There is mm-hmm. a, a living yep. of, of the Orthodox life and, it, and, and, it, and, and, a, and a progressing towards God. Yep. Not just uh, intellectual uh, <laughs> pursuit of uh, dogma in the sense of the way people think of dogmas, where it's this... Uh, well, dogmatic, right? Like it's uh, rigid and coarse and, and sort of, you know, the boundaries are set. Sorry, if you're right, uh, you know, over this, whatever, you're, I'm sorry, you're out. And in some ways, sure. there are things Boun- that boundaries are, are not Boundaries are not necessarily a bad thing. Right. Boundaries are not a bad thing. Exactly. Right. <laughs> I think that that's something very interesting. I'm reading the book that gurus the young man, Elder Paisius, to my guys on instagram i've I've just started again nice and and that's literally what the book is about boundaries are not necessarily a bad thing Mm -hmm. you know you delve into the spiritual realm you don't even know what the boundaries are you don't even know that you're not even anywhere near them and you've opened yourself up to the elements of the spiritual realm and you don't even know the part we're reading now i'm reading now to them says like they were being hypnotized and all this stuff and and they were seeing this face a golden luminous face that looked like a cat i mean you know i don't know what he what what was being seen right now it's something what is it a demon an angel who knows or maybe it's maybe it's the immortal soul of uh my kitten oh my goodness maybe although the, the it was written in the 70s i don't think your cat was born yet but well, but the cat, the cat didn't have to be up and born yet because the cat was obviously, <laughs> it's obviously this is this, my little kitten is the incarnation of this. <laughs> right, of this right. Yeah, anyway, yeah. <laughs> right, 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 right. It's uh, being, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, exactly. And so the church places us within boundaries so that we are safe and protected and, right. and not just, uh, a bird in the wind being thrown left and right. Right. And yeah, and I think that that's, and the fathers were trying to help people find those boundaries. One, one comes to mind like the, his, uh, about the Jews or Judaizers mm-hmm. and they've called him an anti-Semite for it, but he wasn't an anti-Semite. He was just trying to tell people, stop it, stop doing that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, stop. Right. Doing Stop both. Going. You're either right. one or the other. You're not a right. Jew or you're a Christian or you're a Jew. You're not both. So, you know, cut it out. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. People well, take it I, and make it into something that fits yeah. the current spirit of anyway. Sure. Well, no, and, and I think lest lest people think that we've just strayed completely aimlessly from animals to to theology, I think. The, the, the connection that I see in all of this is, again, kind of uh, treating, not, not tre- being careful not to treat the church and the fathers and the theology as sort of this encyclopedia, this like, you know, spiritual encyclopedia where it's like, well, or, or kind of like Google almost, like where, like what did, what did St. John Chrysostom 
you know, think about X topic or, you know, and of course you could do that. You could do that. I mean, sure. there's, there's ways of doing that. And it's, it's, it's not like it's, it's a bad thing per se, but, but the hope is that in doing that, you will be brought into a deeper relationship with that father and with God himself. Um, and you'll sort of forget about the <laughs> initial question in a certain sense. Um, and so, as you say, right. it's like, it's, it's about this, this lived mystery, this lived experience that these saints, um, that these saints were immersed in. And, uh, and so part of, of understanding, you know, even our relationship with, with the animals and with creation and things like that is really not a matter of understanding as much yeah. as it is in, in living in loving um, and in kind of immersing ourselves in the mystery of, of God and in the mystery of the church and, and that these creatures are, are part in, 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 in a, a real sense, part of that mystery. Right. Yeah. No, that's, that's yeah. And I, and I find there's one more thing I want to say, at least one more thing where Christ, this hit me because it, you know, away from animals and all that but also a mystery if you think about it uh helping one with anxiety i was reading for my my instagram uh live viewers about uh, anxiety and i think everybody has it and 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 christ was telling them don't worry look at the birds of the air right mm -hmm. they got their father feeds them or you know, right. They're fed, they're taken care of, but yep. they reap nor they sow. Right. So, um, look at that. Okay. Take out the, the point where, where he's trying to tell us not to worry too much about everything. Right. But also that God's taking care of them. Yep. <laughs> Maybe yep. I'm deep, deep, digging too deep into it, but God is taking care of even the birds of the air. Sure. Maybe I'm digging into it too deeply, no, but not at all. Not at all. You know, know, he's taking care of them. He cares about them. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Did Christ have an entire passage where he wanted to discuss the birds? No, he just, he just mentioned it in a, you know, in, in one of, yeah. So, yeah, I think. Well, here's another, here's another little story for you about uh, St. Porfirios. Um, and he was with uh, the, I think it was like the abbess of a monastery or something. And um, I think she came to visit him in his, uh, when he was living in Athens or not in Athens, but outside of Athens at the, at the women's monastery, something like that. Anyway, she had to walk through a little sort of forest in order to get to him. And, mm -hmm. uh, and then, uh, you know, when he got to her or when she got to him, rather, uh, he asked her, did you hear the, you know, the beautiful sparrow or bird or something like that? And she said, no. And he was, he was shocked that, that she had walked through this beauty and had completely missed, you know, missed it. And, uh, yeah. you know, I, I think, you know, that there's something very powerful about that, you know, that, that, I mean, she was yeah. a, a monastic, she was Orthodox, she was probably a very pious person. Yeah. Um, and yet somehow he pointed out as a saint that, that she sort of missed something, you know? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And probably a nightingale. I believe they were his, I favorite. think it was a nightingale. Yeah. I think it was, a nightingale. Oh, they were his favorite bird. Yeah, that's right. What I remember. Yeah. We actually, if you watched our video, we, I play the sound of a nightingale at the end. That's right. Uh, I remember that. Along, yeah. Because yeah. Yep. No, that's a good point. That's a good point, though. And, 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 and the fact that she should care about an animal. Yeah. The sound yeah. of an animal. She should, she should even care about that. Yeah. It means that we shouldn't be as dismissive of that part of, of creation. I think that's an excellent, excellent point. Yeah. yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah. Profound, actually. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Indeed indeed shall we call it yeah so that's that's it that so i guess everybody can rest <laughs> at ease and rest assured that um you know you're a little fluffy and a uh, little uh you know whatever your animal 
pet is named uh yeah is going to be with you <laughs> i'm I not a prophet know. uh but uh, right. there's there's some interesting things there for sure yeah so. i have to ask my dad again what he had what, to say about that what yeah. he had to say about that I just be interesting him having like a more you know, quote-unquote positive like a well happy yeah end. i mean I especially know. in talking to to young people i think it's important yeah. to emphasize that whatever whatever um sort of the, the, the notion that heaven is fullness of life, right? Right. And so, yeah. so this, this sense that somehow heaven would be deficient or lacking, yeah. you know, as far as like not having my animal or not having, you know, whatever the case is, um, I think we, we, have to, we have to have, we, we have to assure ourselves or we can assure ourselves and other people that whatever love we have for a particular animal or, you know that 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 heaven will include that and more yeah yeah no that's what he was doing yeah that's what he was saying yep and oh i just lost the thought i had a good thought oh maybe it'll well there i was listening around. to right i was listening to Athana one of my thoughts was i was listening to athanasius of limasol obviously he comes up a lot yeah uh yeah he's great he and he um and somebody this poor woman called uh, called okay so he does a, a radio show his uh metropolis has a uh a radio station and so he was doing the radio show and she called in and she was sad she was you know broken apart you know like distraught sure and and she goes is my daughter gonna see her father hmm right in the next life and i you know that's a heavy question but it he was, he was like well she's gonna see christ <laughs> and and the woman yes but is she gonna see her father and he goes well sure but he's gonna she's gonna see christ <laughs> yeah yep. what, what does the rest of it matter she's gonna... <laughs> absolutely thought, wow what a what yeah. a just that's beautiful kind of like a an innocent way of dealing with the whole, like innocent on his part in the sense of like, well, sure, you know, she'll, like he took this very heavy question and turned it into joy almost, you know, yeah. before, I'm not sure she was happy. I think she was happy because she said, sure. Yeah, she will see her father that is, but his emphasis was that she'll see, you know, so. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, that that's, and I think that's important. I mean, I, and I hear the saints and like, especially St. Porfirios, you know, yeah, yeah. oftentimes drawing from the examples of, of everyday life, whether it's with other people or even with creation or whatever, and, and sort of taking the, the feeling of that and applying it to God. Like, for example, you know, saying like, do you see how affectionately a mother speaks to her child and says you know oh my sweet yanni or my sweet nico and you know just with that kind of like just devotion and affection like that's how we that's how we can be speaking to christ you know right. or or do or you know do you see how a child you know when scared by you know a a, a wild animal or or some sort of scary thing will just automatically run to uh their mother or father you know, and say, you know, daddy, you know, help, yeah, you know, yeah. like, that's how we should run to Christ, you know, and, right. and just like, like taking these very visceral, sort of deep feelings of either fear or of, of longing, you know, for other humans, or maybe even for creation itself, and, and, and sort of gently redirecting it towards, towards Christ and saying, like, you know, all of that, all of that, is included in Christ. Christ is, and this is a great way to end, I think, because it's the words of St. Porfirios is, Christ is everything, <laughs> right? Christ is everything. Not just a little piece of the pie, not this kind of seemingly distant, um, you know, kind of spiritual, ethereal, like far off thing. No, Christ is everything. Everywhere, everything. When my grandmother, right before, I don't know if I told this on this podcast, right? And it's something, 
we don't talk about a lot, although I don't have a problem with it. When my grandmother, before she died, she started to shake and my older, my dad's older brother was, was there. And, 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 uh, and, and she started shaking, trembling. And he goes, mom, it's okay, don't be afraid. She turned and looked at him like, why would I be afraid? It's the Lord. And she passed away a few minutes later. Mm. So, yeah. And I remember my, my father coming home because we lived in the United States and I was a little kid. I was like 12. And, and, and he came back. He came back from Cyprus because uh, that's where she lived. And that's where he buried her. And, um, and, and I remember him coming into the room and he goes, uh, yeah, and he told us that story. Hmm. Anyway, I don't want to get too, too no, it's personal. Beautiful. No, it's, it's that's personal, but yeah, yeah, that's beautiful. That, that, the, know, the, I, the, the, the real, the real vision of yeah. Christ changes everything. It's right. Yeah. It changes the whole thing. She, yeah, she trembled in, in, in the image, but, but it was joy though. Sure. It was mistaken for fear, but it was actually, right. it was actually joy. Yeah. That's beautiful. Mistaken for fear, but it was actually joy. And I think that that kind of, is a good that, way to end it. Yeah. Oh, amen. That that kind of relationship with Christ, where you're what you're so overwhelmed by the the light and the love and the the vision of of Christ that you're literally trembling is, I think, what we all deeply yearn for. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a great way to end it because uh, isn't that what it's all about—the mystery of of of, of God and and, and Christ, uh, who is God. And and animals are part of that whole thing. And so yeah. I think it's a good way to end. What do you Amen. say? Amen. Amen. <laughs> I agree. Well, this has good been a God. pleasure, Strati. It always is. Yep. And uh, look forward to our next conversation. Mm -hmm. Bye. Bye.